This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, what's going on? Uh, hopefully the audio sounds fine traveling for work. I got all my equipment, uh, but I'm in a hotel with hotel Wi-Fi, so we'll see how that goes. We will. Hotel Wi-Fi, but plenty of news when it comes to free agency around the NFL. I think Bengals fans are feeling, uh, it's kind of a weird vibe when you ask Bengals fans how they feel about free agency so far, because here's the recap. In 24 hours of free agency, Jermaine Pratt is back, which I will raise my hand and say I am totally shocked Jermaine Pratt is back in the linebacker room. You lose Von Bell, you lose Jesse Bates, Maj P. Ryan, you bring Michael Thomas back. With those signings and everything that has happened in the last 24 hours, how do you feel looking uh, at some of the Bengals moves? I mean, the only surprise for me has been Pratt's back, and the other surprise was Von Bell's gone. But I was kind of – I always felt like it was a little bit of too much of an assumption that he'd be back. Like, it felt like everybody was like, well, they'll bring Von Bell back. And um, that was always like, well, they um, – I hope so. I think so. And then he leaves. It doesn't happen, but really didn't think that Pratt would be back. That was surprising, uh, but in a good way, because I thought he was gone. You're not going to replace the same level of play, even if they were able to get similar, slightly worse, but still fine production from the linebackers that have always stepped in. Uh, Seems like they value him. And will they pay Wilson as well? I don't know. The thing is with Pratt, he came in a much lower number than I thought he would because I thought I thought he was 12 per year or something like that. He comes in almost half that at seven. You take that all. You take that. You easily take that. And maybe we don't know anything. Maybe there is like a – I want to stay in Cincinnati from him last minute. It's like what are they willing to give me? Is it is it enough? And it was. Or maybe his market wasn't as big as he thought. I don't think so, though. Like, I think that he could have gotten something. But the linebacker market itself has been a little depressed. David Long also signing a similar deal. So those are all my thoughts on free agency so far. A lot of safeties out there. I don't want people complaining about Von Bell. Like, there's no way they find a way. I saw all the Tyson Anderson cope this morning, and I was like, all right, let's, you know, let's do that in a few weeks if this is the case not not day two of free agency that we need to go Tyson Anderson might start and look at his RAS score I mean we're, we're gonna get more into the safety position in just a moment I'm, I'm gonna stay with linebacker right now and Jermaine Pratt I agree with you when it comes to the number I was really surprised and I think it's a no-brainer for Cincinnati if they have him sign on the line with with that kind of deal I, I tweeted out earlier and I know the franchise tag is a little different when they talk about the linebacker position but the the franchise tag was more than what they're paying Jermaine Pratt over three years which is absolutely insane to me and I know we've we've actually talked about it on the podcast you have a guy like Logan Wilson who I felt like they were going to prioritize and extend. And I feel like it's still going to happen because the linebacker market is great. If you're a front office right now and you want to extend a guy in Logan Wilson, and maybe it's going to be something next year. But for him, a guy who's battled injuries before, he's a tough player. He, he ends up you know coming back and playing in, in regular season. But I still think it's it would be huge to go ahead and get his deal done while you can. And then you, you solidify your linebacker room, which is something that is huge for this team over the last few, few years since really the 2020 draft. And I know they got Pratt in 2019 but at the same time I think it's a great deal I, I just I think Bengals fans have such mixed feelings because 
maybe they're a little surprised and shocked. I know I am because personally during free agency, I take all the national writers who are breaking news and I turn their notifications on because I know there's all kinds of frauds out there on Twitter tweeting wrong deals and breaking news. And I just wanted to see what was going on during the day. And when Jermaine Pratt's news came through, I said, no, let me read that again and make sure that he's coming back to Cincinnati. So I was shocked. I think it's a great deal for them. But but some of the things that really stood out for me when I'm listening to Jermaine Pratt was his press conference today. And I know he did an interview on Bengals.com yesterday and a big part part was he knows this team was one play away that they can win here they have a top five quarterback in Joe Burrow and I think all of that does matter I mean yes I've, I've said it before I want Jesse Bates I want Von Bell go get the bag go get paid um, players deserve to get paid I feel like a lot of them are underpaid in the NFL and for him to say you know what I want to return because I have a good thing going here I'd love to know you know what some of the other numbers were looking like for Jermaine Pratt but he was one of their best defensive players last year and he was all over the field and everybody remembers what he did in the Raiders game to pretty much end the franchise playoff drought and then the stealing the ball from Travis Kelsey last year and he was just dominant on the defensive side of the ball so I think it's huge I'm just a little surprised with I feel like there's just a lot of mixed feelings out there right now with Bengals fans some of it's probably also they already coped with losing him they're like wow we'll be fine and I remember the day before free agency started uh two smart guys Matt Minnick and Joe Goodberry were having a conversation in my replies about well, who's going to take the role? <laughs> it was just funny. The next day, it didn't matter. And to me, there was no, there's nobody on the roster that can do exactly what he does. Like, yes, Marcus Bailey probably will fit the run and do that stuff better. Akeem Davis, not better than Pratt, but, you know, sorry, I, I meant better than Akeem Davis Gaither, but that came out like, I think Bailey's better against the run than Pratt, which I don't think, but, you know, that he, he'd, he'd be fine against the run. But can he give you the pass coverage that Pratt does? Because Pratt, some people think of pass coverage just man zone, and like it's fine. But a lot of it is also match stuff, and um, Pratt's their match guy, and he's their man guy in the linebacker room, and that fits Akeem Davis Gaither. But the step Pratt made, and why I thought he was the best linebacker on the team this past year, was in his spot drop zone stuff. Um, He's always been a high-level athlete, former safety, able to run with guys. And there's great clips that I have of him running with Tim Pat, running with Chase Claypool, and running with Darnell Mooney, all in the same year, step for step. But what he was missing was the Mike White game, where they kept getting too much depth in their zone drops, or they wouldn't get enough depth. And he was just mostly too much depth. And he, Mike White was just able to check it down for 10-yard gains all the time. He tightened that up, and that's, uh, that was just a big hole. And something it would be cool to see him come back because he's gotten better every year. It's not unreasonable to think he keeps getting better, or at least that he's better next year than he was this year. And he was already really good this year. So I think it's a great signing. I think it's if you ask me who's the better player between him and Bell, I think it was him last year. And he's more ascending while Bell would be on the downslope on his third contract. So I don't think he's made the wrong move. You could argue positional value with a safety versus a linebacker. And I want to get into the safety talk too pretty soon, but yeah, just thinking about it, I don't know. I really like the Pratt deal. I, I thought he was gone. He's been one of my guys this whole time here, basically. Um, so I I really like this deal. I think they signed Wilson still. Hopefully you're not giving an insane amount to your linebacker room, but at the same time, if you keep both of them, where I had Wilson probably making 13, 14 per year, 
each, both of them, for 15, 16, you take that. Boy, an extra one or two million for what I was thinking. If uh, Wilson's able to take a little bit less of a deal in the suppressed market, that'd be cool. The only guy that's gotten a huge deal, I think, has been Tremaine Edmonds for the Bears. And they might be paying a little bit of a bad team tax with that. Yeah, I think here's the thing. I think if you were to tell Bengals fans, maybe in the middle of the season or even during the playoff run, Jermaine Pratt is going to come back at this number. Three years, 21 million. They would say, sign me up right now. I don't believe you. Because I think any of those conversations when we thought about Jermaine Pratt coming back, that number, I didn't think 21 million for three years. That that didn't seem possible for Jermaine Pratt, just the way he was playing this past year. I've said it plenty of times on the podcast. I'm like, oh, he's definitely, you know, more than likely going to be gone. It just feels like the writing's on the wall. And he even said it today. He's like, he was asked about his tweets. You know, he's tweeting some things. And everyone's like, well, what was that about Cincinnati? He's like, no, some things aren't about the Bengals. Some things aren't about football. Uh, but one of my favorite things was he goes, I need to find a place in Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, um, he thought, maybe he thought he was gone. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, when you're a rookie, you probably don't want to get a long-term home in you know, Cincinnati. Although I guess this deal's shorter than his rookie deal. <laughs> so he didn't have the money, though. You know, like, he was a fourth, third, I think it was. I can't remember. I think a third-round pick. He's a mm-hmm. third-round pick. So he didn't get paid. He got paid more than, like, me and you. But, <laughs> like, Joe Burrow. Uh, so that... I don't know. I, I, very cool. I hope he's a Bengal for a long time. Um, but three years is a long time. I think the Bengals three years ago, they told me three years ago the Bengals are Super Bowl contenders, perennially Super Bowl contenders. I'd be ecstatic. Now that is just what it is. That's what I think with these rookie contracts sometimes is we talk about like, well, if he's only here five years, is that okay? I'm like, dude, T. Higgins hasn't been here five years. If you get T. Higgins on our, with your first round pick, and even if he leaves after the contract, slam dunk. So I just thought about that a little bit um, to go with that. But yeah, anyway, really happy Pratt's back. Uh, he's so versatile with his alignment and stuff. They just weren't going to find a guy that can do all that uh, because they put him on the line to put him off ball, match wide receivers. They have to do all this stuff. He's one of the keys to the defense. Uh, and I think Bell was too. So Bell's going to be hard to find, but I'm glad they got one of those two back and they got the one that's ascending and for a pretty cheap deal. If you would have told me 21 million for two years, I still would have thought that was probably low for Pratt, right? <laughs> like I, I was thinking three, 336, 334, somewhere in that range, like well above 10 million, like into the 12s. And, and he's still young, as you mentioned. I think the Bengals, and this has kind of been their mindset since the 2020s offseason, that they want to get young and they want to stay young. And, you know, that might be, you know, why they moved on from Von Bell. I still feel like they wanted to retain Von Bell, but they just couldn't meet at the the right number the Bengals value the safety position. Um, You know, they've had those plenty of conversations with Jesse Bates over the last two years, and I don't think that those happened this past offseason. It felt like, you know, that was going to be it after they replaced his uh, replacement with Dax Hill, but I just kind of felt like, that position isn't something that they put a whole lot of money into. And, and I'm okay with that, but I, I've said it before. I would, I would have loved for Von Bell to come back. And I know the reaction is from a lot of Bengals fans is his leadership, you know, what he brings to the safety room. And now you're going to have two guys who 
didn't really get a play at all at safety position last year. And you have Tyson Anderson, you have um, Dax Hill out there, and it's only day two of free agency. So I need everyone just to take a deep breath, calm down. I, I do feel like the safety position will be okay. And Dax Hill is going to be one of the starters. But at the same time, I just felt like, you know, maybe Cincinnati wanted to just get faster at that position and, and, and younger with Von Bell. Yeah. Um, could be just an athleticism thing. They want more athleticism in that position. If you get a Chauncey Gardner Johnson, which I don't know if that's real, uh, but if you get him, he's just as, if not more, versatile than Bell was. Um, so maybe they look for that, or maybe they look for guys that are just really athletic, or guys I think nobody's really mentioned it. Um, it may just be because he wasn't that good early in his career, but and we played for, but um, for me, Evans is fine. Getting like a fine fit in the Von Bell rule probably makes less money, like a three fifteen or something like that, like five a year. I think that's a possibility. They know him well, um, but I don't know. That's I. I really think they're going to sign a safety, and there's still plenty of safeties out there. I think people just don't know the names of a lot of safeties, and that's fine. But um, there's plenty of safeties out there. I don't think they're planning on going with a draft pick because you probably want one of your two safeties to be experienced. Mm-hmm. And Dax Hill has a year of experience, but it was a year of weird experience where he didn't play any safety, just played some nickel. Um, yeah, I, I think they're in a fine spot. I think some people have kind of freaked out about it. They kept one of their important pieces, which if you would have asked us, who do they keep, Bates, Bell, or Pratt? We're not saying and, and like, which two do you keep? We always thought it was one. So we always thought it was Bell, but turns out it was Pratt, and that's fine. I actually think if you didn't get like a David Long or somebody like that in free agency, and you probably weren't in that market anyway, the linebacker is just a weird spot because like you're gonna pay anybody, why don't you just pay Pratt? Meanwhile, if you pay safety, it could make sense, a younger guy or a cheaper guy. But with linebacker, I felt like it didn't make sense, especially with the number Pratt came in at. Uh, so we could probably mark linebacker off of the draft list because they're very happy with their depth and they are very happy with the starters. <laughs> so maybe day three pick that I don't watch day three guys until they get picked. So <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not going to watch any linebackers. So sorry to linebacker aficionados out there. I will not be joining you. All right. Well, we're going to move on to the defensive side a little more in the safety room. Maybe some of the free agents who are available that you can inform the Cincinnati Bengals fans that everything it's going to be okay when it comes to free agency and this roster. Yes, you're down two guys right now. Recap of the day. Samaj P. Ryan signs a two year contract with the Denver Broncos and we'll get to the running back room later on. It's always game day in Cincinnati.